I was with my friend, David Freeman. Those of you who don't know what I do, I, I am a prophet, and I travel with a guy who is apostolic, really, uh, in Christian education. And I travel, we, we travel together to many, many countries. We've been to you know, all sorts of different places. Uh, in Africa, we've been in uh, Ghana, Nigeria, Burundi, Rwanda, Uganda, Kenya. In, we've been to India together. We've been to Kazakhstan, to Uzbekistan. We've been to Poland, to Holland, to Germany. We've been all over the place together. And it's been really good to be with David and to travel with David, uh, to be used prophetically in Christian education. We, we minister in churches. We help start schools. We help start uh, to minister to teachers and teach them how to how to, to, to bring education through the Word of God. That's important. Uh, the year before last, 2019, we were, we were in uh, Poland and we were in India. Uh, and we were also in Rwanda and Uganda that year as well, and in Holland as well. And last year we had a whole program planned out. Uh, we went to Poland in, in March, and we got out of Poland by the skin of our teeth. The next day, they closed the border, so God was good. But all our plans for, uh, to travel to many different places were, were kiboshed uh, because of uh, the pandemic. But after the, well, during the first lockdown, uh, David and I were talking on the phone one day, I think it was around about uh, maybe May or something like that, and we were, uh, we were talking on the phone, just chatting, catching up with one another. He lives in Henley-on-Thames, I live here just outside Norwich, and the, he, uh, we began to talk, and we, the thing that we were sharing together was how much fear there was around. How much fear there was in people's lives because of the COVID-19. And uh, we, we, we felt that we, you know, we felt we needed to do something about it. And we felt God stare us, the pair of us, to, to meet every Thursday, Thursday afternoon. We couldn't meet physically, but we could meet over the telephone. <coughs> and so over the telephone, every Thursday afternoon, we would meet together because we felt God say to us that we're two agree together in prayer, it will be given to them. Now we, you know, I'm, uh, David and I recognize that we are nobody special. We're just two guys who are just ordinary Christians who try to seek and follow the Lord and, and, and be obedient to His Word and be obedient to His calling. But we realize we're just ordinary, two ordinary guys. But we felt God say that when you two agree together, things are going to change. And so we met, as I say, we're on the phone every Thursday afternoon. We still do it. We were... Uh, began to pray. We, we, we prayed for 
the NHS, we prayed for Boris, we prayed for uh, all the, the government, we, we, you name it, we prayed for it. Because we've, we've tried to find the leading of God and the will of God, and there was so much negativity about, there was so much fear about, there was just so much, you, 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 can't, you know yourself, you watch the television, you watch the news, and the news is it's just negative. It's all right with this, but, but, but. What about this? What about this? We were just so cheesed off with it. <coughs> we felt, God, you're the only one that could do something about this. You're the only one whom we can reach out to and touch you and see your hand at work. Now, I've been aware that as we've prayed together week after week, week after month after month, we've we prayed together that uh, God would do something. But God began to make us aware that we weren't alone in prayer, that God had really risen up, caused an army to rise up, to storm, the, the, as it were, the gates of hell against this pandemic. And uh, we, we, we tried, we so much to hear what God was saying because when you start, begin to storm the gates of hell in prayer, you begin to get uh, reaction back. You get negativity back to yourself. And we've had this, this, this year, I've had my wife, poor wife is ill. My dear sister-in-law who lives with us in our house in Poland, she fell about six weeks ago, she fell over in the kitchen and broke her hip. And so much else, we, <coughs> which I won't go into, where we were aware that the enemy was at work. But we weren't going to give up. We were going to find what God was saying and pray and seek uh, God's reply in what goes on. And a couple of weeks ago, and uh, Sam asked me to, to preach this morning. Um, I was talking with David this Thursday afternoon, and we were praying together. And God took us to a, <coughs> a verse, in, some verses in Philippians. And I, I'd like for us to read them this morning. Because I believe God wants to say something to each and every one of us about who he is in the midst of all this. Philippians 4. Beginning at verse 4. Rejoice in the Lord always. I will say it again. Not enough to say it once. Rejoice in the Lord always. I will say it again. Rejoice. Let your gentleness be evident to all. The Lord is near. Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything by prayer and petition with thanksgiving present your requests to God. <coughs> and the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. 
Powerful words, aren't they? Now, yesterday, as I was, yesterday afternoon, I was having a, a time with the Lord, and I felt God said to me that I should have a look at those verses in the message. I have several copies of the message. I don't use it a lot, but <coughs> pardon me, pardon me if I have, I've got a bit of a cough, a bit of a cold. <coughs> It's all right, it's not, it's not uh, COVID-19, I assure you. I've had me double jabs, all right? Um, but I read it yesterday in the message, and I was really struck by it. Really, it, it really blessed me. The same verses, but you can't tell in the message because there's no, there's no figure, there's no first, first one, first two, first three of the message, I don't know why. And it says, he puts it this way, where it says, rejoice in the Lord, and again I say rejoice. The message puts it this way. It says, celebrate God all day, every day. I mean, revel in him. Oh, bless me. Reveling in the Lord. Hallelujah. Revel in him. Make it as clear as you can to all you meet that you're on their side, working with them and not against them. Help them see that the master is about to arrive. He could show up at any minute. Wow. He could show up at any minute. We might not get home today. We might not get back in our cars today, this minute. Jesus could come. Hallelujah. That's what it's about. But he also says, don't fret or worry. Instead of worrying, pray. Hallelujah. Instead of worrying, pray. Let petitions and praises shape your worries into prayers. Letting God know your concerns. Before you know it, a sense of God's wholeness, everything coming together for good will come and settle you down. It's wonderful what happens when Christ displaces worry at the center of your life. Isn't that powerful? It's wonderful what happens when Christ displaces worry in the center of your life. Sum it all up, friends, and say you'll do best by filling your minds and meditating on things true, noble, reputable, authentic, compelling, gracious, the best, not the worst, the beautiful, not the ugly, things to praise, not things to curse. Put into practice what you learned from me, what you heard and saw and realized. Do that, and God, who makes everything work together, will work you into his most excellent harmonies. And I read that yesterday afternoon, and I thought to myself, that is powerful. That is really powerful. Revel in your God, right? Rejoice in the Lord. Revel in him. He's the, he's the one that's in charge. He's the one that's in control. It's not... I, I praise God for vaccinations. 
I praise God for Pfizer. I praise God for the Asta vinegar one as well. It's fantastic. But it's God that has the answer. It's God who's going to work it out. It is God who's going to make this thing come to an end. Because as the Bible teaches us, God causes all things to work together for those who love him. I believe that this pandemic is just a means that God will use to bring into this kingdom of ours, this united kingdom. That was another thing we prayed for. We prayed against Scottish independence. This is a united kingdom. Right? This is a united kingdom. We prayed against that. But God has plans, I believe, in the months and the next few years that's ahead. I believe, God, we are on the edge of an outpouring of the Holy Spirit in this nation of ours that will cause this nation to really turn back to God. You know, there's been many arguments uh, uh, in Christian circles. I don't get involved in them, but I can avoid them. But they say, some people say, this is God that's doing this. It's a judgment on the nation. Maybe. I don't know. Other people say, God doesn't do that sort of thing. You want to read your Old Testament and find out what he did with his own people. If you think God doesn't do that kind of thing. But I believe that God has got plans for this nation of ours. Because we are in the last days of, of the kingdom of God. Jesus is coming soon. That's what we read together. He's about to come. And he is coming. And before he comes, the gospel will be preached to all the earth, to all the nations. I praise God for the number of nations I've been able, by the grace of God, to stand up and declare that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. And I want to say to you that God is going to use us as his people in the days that lie ahead to bring the kingdom of God to this nation and to many other nations. We have been a nation who God has used over the centuries to bring the gospel to the uttermost parts of the earth. And I believe that God has got a plan and a purpose in this nation of ours to really begin to sweep through it by the power of His Holy Spirit and to anoint and to touch and to transform His people in such a way that they'll be able to share the gospel. I also thrilled this morning that my sister began to te- teach, uh, tell me about a situation she had the other day where she was able to talk to someone about the Lord without even planning it. Walked in to, uh, walking past her house, saw she had a bike for sale, called in to have a look at the bike, and the woman came out, and before she knew where she was, she was talking to him about the Lord. Hallelujah, that's what it's about. Our brothers and sisters over the last few weeks have been going into this, down into the city and begin to share the good news of Jesus Christ to anyone who will listen. And I want to tell you now, more and more, I'll say it prophetically this morning, 
more and more people will listen to the Word of God. More and more people will begin to listen to the gospel of Jesus Christ. And those who have heard it over these last 12 months, 14 months during the pandemic, when they've been worried and afraid and not knowing what's going to happen, I want to tell you that God has been speaking to people. God has been preparing hearts. God has been preparing people to find the Lord Jesus Christ as Savior and Lord. There will be, there will be a revival in this nation because God uses even a pandemic. God will use it to the fullness of his ability because he, was a plan, he has a plan and a purpose for this nation. I want to tell you, he's going to deal with racism. He is going to deal with it. And the only way he's going to deal with it, he's going to deal with it by people coming to Christ. And with those of us who have belonged to Christ, whether we're black, we're white, we're brown, or whatever color we are, we will begin to show forth the goodness of our God. We'll begin to show forth the greatness of our God. We'll be together, be able to love one another and care for one another and share with one another in such a way that people will be aware that it's Christ, Christ and Christ alone who can bring people together. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I believe it with all my heart. But let me tell you this. God is here this morning. We sang together that God is our provider. Jehovah Jireh, our provider. Now, what, what is the first thing your mind goes to when you think about Jehovah Jireh, your provider? What's the first thing your mind goes to? Your bank balance. Isn't that right? That's the first thing. Oh, God will provide money for me. And through money, God will provide all, everything else for me. But I want to say to you, God is Yahweh Jireh. He is your provider for much, much more than just finance. He is your provider for much, much more than just food and a roof over your head and a car in your driveway, and anything else that you desire. God has, is your provider for you to be bold in sharing your faith. God is your provider in to, for, you to be, uh, for you to be bold to share that Christ is Savior and Lord. And I believe that as you could do that, God was going to take us, more and more of us, into uh, a depth of prayer, that we have not experienced before. I mean, I've, I've, been, pray, I've been a Christian, well, how long have I been a Christian? 67, 33, 54 years. And for 54 years, I've learned about prayer. And I've learned the scriptures about prayer. And I've learned, you know, I've learned how, how to do it and how not to do it, and all this sort of stuff. But I want to say, say to you, I believe God is going to bring us as a people, His people, 
into an understanding of prayer that we've not had before. Do you pray? I mean, pray? Do you pray with, with all your heart? Do you enter into the presence of God and seek to hear what He has to say to you as well as what you have to say to Him? God is just so good. He's so patient with us, isn't He? He is just so patient with us. You know, I, I, we kneel, I kneel down uh, by my bed in, in the day or in the evening, and I kneel down and I say, and I, I say Lord, will you do this, Lord? The, these, these people need this. Uh, this uh, these folk I know in Africa who are teachers who are not able to teach because of the pandemic and are, 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 uh, don't, have any, don't have any wages because they can't teach because of the pandemic. They don't have any income. And I would pray, Lord, you know, supply their need. Supply their need. Lord, supply their need. And then God speaks to me. Do I listen? You supply their need. <laughs> you supply their need. And I feel just like, uh, you know, the, the, the disciples, what Jesus said to them, uh, to the 5,000 who were going hungry, he said, you give them something to eat. You give them something to eat. You see, very often we ask God to do things that he wants us to do. I'm not going to say that he's going to ask you to, you know, to do things beyond your ability. But you know, when we pray and we seek God, and we're in his presence, he gives us the faith to work out those things he is telling us to do. Brothers and sisters, I just believe this morning God would speak to your heart this morning. And he would say to you, pray. And he would say to you, rejoice in the Lord. He would say to you, be excited at what I am going to do. All right? And I pray that God this morning will begin to stir us up in anticipation of the outpouring of His Spirit. God will stir us up as we seek His face, as we look to Him to do what only He can do. Because there's things that only he can do in this nation of ours. There are things that only he can do in this world of ours. There are things that only he can do that we need him to do. But he says to us, ask of me. Ask of me. And I will give you the heathen for your inheritance. I pray that God would stir you up this morning. God wants us to be stirred. He doesn't want us to be afraid. God wants us 
to be, an, to be an anticipation of the power and presence of God in our nation that is about to break forth. Because I believe that as we begin to trust him, and as we begin to fall down on our knees before him, and as we begin to ask of him, and as we begin to be positive in the thing, whatsoever things are good, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are of, of, of good repute, the Bible says, think on these things. Don't let the enemy get in and rob you of the, by negativity and by fear. Don't let the enemy in. Give, give him a, an inch but rather allow the Lord to lift you up and to carry you forth into the, his plan and his purposes that he has for you. Now, I want to say to you, I'm preaching this morning, and you see me looking at my notes, I can't read them because I'm not preaching from them. There's something stirring in the Spirit of God in this place this morning. There's something stirring in the Spirit of God, in your spirit, your spirit, and my spirit. God is stirring something up within us to cause us to come to Him and find in Him, and only Him, the answers to our prayers. And when we see Him begin to answer, and he begins to stretch forth his hand and begin to do mighty things. We'll glorify him and magnify him and worship him because he is worthy, worthy to be praised. Hallelujah. Amen. Now, I don't know if Sam's got anything he wants to say or anything else, but I just want to say that because of this stupid COVID-19, we find it difficult to minister to people. But if you want prayer, if you feel that God has stirred you up and God wants you to really find him in prayer and you would like a real anointing for prayer, I believe God is here by his Holy Spirit to give you just that. There's an anointing here for prayer. There's an anointing here for a confidence in our God. There's an anointing here for a, 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 an anointing for our confidence in our God to see, know that He will hear and He will answer because He is God. I'm so glad we said the Lord's Prayer this morning. Our Father which art in heaven, Hallowed be thy name. He is our Father. He is our provider. He is our all in all because we are his children. We belong to him. But you know, I just pray that God would stir us up for the gospel must be preached and then the end will come. Hallelujah.